What's up, y'all? This is wide receiver Deontay Simpson. This is cornerback Cam Johnson. Cornerback Deshaun Getty Jr. Senior forward Zachary Simmons, and you're listening to Bruins Breakdown, your home for North Texas sports. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Bruni's Breakdown, the 24-7 sports podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Bruni, and with me, once again, is Colin Mitchell. Colin, I can't lie to you, I almost forgot how to do the intro. It's wow. Been, what, two, it's been over two weeks? It's been, it's been a bit. It's been a bit. It's okay, I though. I don't know, man. These, <clears> these, <throat> these stoppages and cancellations and all that stuff are, are kind of getting to my head, so to I'm be just fair, glad we have basketball to talk about now. To be fair, the intro's kind of easy. I mean... Kind of, but, you know, we, we had all that different power outages and stuff. You know, I've just been through a lot in the past two weeks. You're trying to say you don't have thick skin? I'm, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to become more resilient. Yeah. Let's just, let's just put it that way. <laughs> I, I think, I think that's fair. Um, but anyways, um, man, I, I don't have any small talk today. I don't uh, either. I'm, I'm good to go. I'm good I don't to really care look. how you're feeling. I don't care about how you're feeling. Thanks. Um, <laughs> Uh, let's, so let's let's get into it because we have a lot to talk about with this North Texas Marshall series. We'll get into Conference USA. We're going to get into all of the questions that anybody can be asking about this North Texas team. Can they win Conference USA? You know, can they turn it around? It's weird. Whenever I wrote the podcast layout that I vaguely refer to sometimes, I put down the first thing I put down was losses to Marshall. It's like my brain just completely forgot about the first game. Right? It's like it's like they just split. And also, when I was tweeting out the recap or, or the final, I don't remember, um, I put North Texas unable to complete road sweep of Marshall. Now, if we just think of that on its own, that sounds crazy. Like, how are we? I, we both predicted a, a split coming in, right? We both predicted them to split with Marshall. And now, after they get the split on the road, we're sitting here like, damn. And it's not just us. It's a team, too. The team is, like, super let down. I don't know if I've ever seen McCaslin as disappointed as he was in that presser this entire season. So it's not just us here. But why do you think that is? They had their destiny in their hands, and now it's not there anymore. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, we both expected the split, but they knew they had to win. To, to control their own destiny, and when you split here, I mean, this this was your hardest series left, right? UAB coming coming back, uh, they're currently down to UTSA by a lot. Like, you you expect to sweep them at home. You can take your business at home. It's that road game against a really really good offense, and the fact that you came back after being down fourteen to get yourself in a position for the last shot, and you just didn't do it, and then now you have to rely on hopefully winning out, and then having Western at least lose one. You, and it's again, no longer all- in your hands. Yeah, and this is all for the regular season Correct. conference title, which is by all accounts still something. You know, it's not – Conference USA hasn't said, you know, we don't care about a regular season title. It still exists. Someone will still raise a banner at the end of all this, um, even if it's a co-champions type of deal. Who knows? But um, like you said, that's the whole thing is that I left Friday night's game and we'll quickly touch on that game uh, because that game matters as well. But I left Friday night's game laying in bed and I'm here thinking to myself, how come I never once brought up the chance of them going 4-0 in the last four games? 
That's what I was telling myself. I was like, hmm, damn, bro. They, why did I not bring that up one time? And obviously I ended up being wrong because they lost this game. But if they win this game, let's say Javion hits that shot, this team proved to us in these two games that they are capable of beating anybody. And I think I don't know about every I don't know about everyone else. Like, yes, they were eight and two coming into this series. Yes, they've been playing well this entire year, all that stuff. To me, I was still without the Western Kentucky series, I still struggled to have a barometer of where this team was. Like, as far as like how good they can be. Because of their competition has been so hard. That, and it just hasn't felt as dominant as it did last year. Right. Remember last year when they were just went on that five-game run of just beating teams by 20, 20, 20, 20. To be fair, Conference USA is a lot harder now. Yeah, yeah, of course. And also without the the Western Kentucky series, it was just like, can they be? I Before the Marshall series, I was thinking to myself, what if they get swept? Like, I had no gauge of where to assess North Texas going into the series. And now I leave the series, I feel a lot more comfortable because Marshall isn't a team that's just okay i feel like they're one of the top i would put them personally over old dominion that i've only seen i've only seen old dominion once but i would put them probably i would love to see a series with uab i don't think they played this year um but i have them fourth or fifth right there like this is a team that you could see in the second round of the conference usa uh, tournament and so or in the the semifinals rather like and so going into the tournament in a couple weeks i feel a lot better even if they I mean, we, we we hope they sweep UAB if they only split with UAB, let's say, which um, obviously wouldn't be good, but, you know, it could happen in theory. I still feel better at this moment. That subject to change, but I feel a lot better at this moment than I did before. Let me tell you, if they didn't come back from that 14-point deficit, I feel worse. Oh, yeah, if they get beat by 20. Right. I mean, the fact that JV on went 6-7 from 3 was insane. Um, but, man the turnovers of that second game so let's start with the first game because the turnovers were big in the first game too they yeah. had 18 turnovers in the first game too and i don't want to spend too much time recapping the games or anything but james reese <clears throat> goes crazy 21 points thomas bell had a great game the first game as well 15 7 four steals uh two two uh two two blocks uh, they sh- they shot only five of 12 from three because they were getting everything in the paint they outscored marshall and paint 40 to 20 uh, Zach had 14 points, even though he had seven turnovers. And Javion was 3 of 14 on the night. And he wasn't even that good, really. Um, and the bench didn't do much outside of Abu in that first game either. So, um, I, And JJ actually played decently the first game. So the first game, it was like, okay, this is really good. This is what this team can do to teams. Like in a one-game setting, they can just shut down Marshall, hold them to 41%, and then dominate on the offensive end and shoot 57%. That is an incredible outing. That can't be understated. We go to the second game, and I love... Now, I'm completely... I just think Dan D'Antoni is wildly overrated in a lot of in a lot of areas. Absolutely. Just disgusting. I, I, do, not, I do not like... <laughs> the way that they play. I hate the shot selection. There's a reason I watched their West Kentucky games and they should have won at least one of those. At least one of those games. There's no reason to get swept by West Kentucky with the games that they played. They had chances to win both of those. Mm-hmm. The same thing almost happened tonight. They go up 14. 
they just start chucking, chucking, chucking. And I'm like, what is happening? I'm not saying you have to melt clock, but drive the paint. You've been out. That's how they got there. That's how they got. Yes. Yes. So again, I am not a proponent of Dan D'Antoni. I will say though, it kind of helped. Okay. Jared West being hurt for them obviously didn't help in the, in the big picture, but in certain instances, it did help. They were able to start early. Who's a little bigger. They started buyers. Now this doesn't have anything to do with West, but they started buyers and oh man, I can't say the name. Miladinovic. Miladinovic. So they started three different players in their starting lineup today. Miladinovic is a seven footer. Helped take Zach out of the game. Byers continued to have a really good game uh, series, even though he was 0-4 from three. And early I thought was tremendous. I thought those adjustments from Dan D'Antoni were the reason that they won the game. They were able to out-rebound North Texas, or they had both had 31 rebounds. Um, second chance points they won. Uh, they had just different. They had 12 steals. There were a bunch of different areas where it showed, and I think that Marshall, like you said, was living in the paint to an extent, which was shocking, even though they did shoot plenty of threes. Yeah, I mean... But let's also say that I mean let's also point out the fact that they hit really tough shots, like I mean. But that's what they do. I know, and that's weird to me that you win games by only hitting tough shots because I feel like if they didn't have guys that could just knock down contested like thirty footers, yeah, like how bad is this team instead of how good is this team? Yeah, um, like like the talent yeah. can can balance out the right style for sure. Of play. But I think that the fact that they were able to come back from you know shots that those kind like those shots that were going in they kill teams. Like, they kill most teams. And the fact that North Texas was able to come back and GMM was then able to rattle off, you know, five or six straight threes, I don't remember how many it was, that was important for me to see. Now, the other issue, though, um, you know, you had JVM have a good game, but without JVM having a good game, you didn't have guys like James Reese and Thomas Bell step up late. And that's okay. a concerning thing to me. So where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the supporting cast or do you want to start with JVM? Because I think this is two completely different uh, discussions. Let's happen. go with the supporting cast because they did so well in that first game. Okay, yeah, in the first game, I thought they played great. The second game, I thought, I want to start off, I thought the bench was awful in the second oh, game. Oh, bad, bad. First of all, Terrence Lewis is un- unplayable against a Marshall team that is either shooting threes or banging on the inside. He kind of has to play that tweener role uh, or play against bad teams. So he couldn't play. You had Abu, who played five minutes, I thought he was actually fine, but he picked up three fouls, had two points, two rebounds. Um, then you had Ruben and JJ, and Ruben was sped up a lot. He had three turnovers, some of those in the first half. Uh, he did hit that three, which is nice, but I was underwhelmed by his 18 minutes. And then JJ Murray played 25 minutes. I thought it was his worst game of the season. Yeah, lots of mistakes by JJ. And then Jalen played five minutes. and I mean, Jalen is, is fine, but he's not yeah. someone I want to rely on. So that's where I want to start first is the bench production. If the bench is not going to give you anything, you're, this team is in a lot of trouble. Right, because we haven't seen Javion specifically consistently exactly. put together. Exactly. Now, it's a completely different story if Javion's going to put up 28 points like he did tonight. Exactly. But if they don't do that, like if Javion has last night's game today and the bench does what they did today. It's 30 points. 30 point right, that, that's a loss, really bad loss. And yeah. then we look at this team completely differently. Yeah, so... And again, it all kind of circles back to Javion in one way or another. But then we look at the starters. James Reese was tremendous both games. 
he is just the force that this team needs. James Reese and Thomas Bell were the two best players in this series for North Texas, far and away. I could argue they were maybe even the best two players in this entire series. Andrew Taylor from Marshall has some to say about that, but um, just great games from those two. Zach continued with the turnovers, four turnovers in the second game, four points in the second game. He got shut down by Miladinovic. I, I don't know what else we can expect from Zach against a seven-footer like that, but that is kind of concerning. Zach, yeah, thinking with Zach is that if the team is having a a scoring drought, they they end up going to Zach in the post because they, they aren't able to do anything on the perimeter. And then that's when, you know, guys crash on him, and if there's nobody open, then he just turns the ball over, and that that, that is an issue. However, I want to go back to what you said about Thomas and Reese. Thomas and Reese played very, very well until it mattered on the second game. I thought, yes, Reese should have hit that three. Not only that, um, Thomas Thomas had a, you know, he had yeah, that steal. He, he, he didn't have the layup. Uh, rebounds uh, late there. Like, when 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 Marshall missed, I think it was three or four free, throw, free throws yeah. and didn't score on, like, two possessions, like, that was your opportunity. It didn't need to be that last shot. Yeah, and the fact that you know Javion did what he needed to do, he hit a three in I think one of those possessions. But then Reese misses a wide, not wide open. It was an open three. Uh, you know Thomas turns the ball over inside. If those guys are going to play that well, you need to also play well at the end because you can't just have one guy do it because that well, that guy doesn't exist on this team anymore. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. Exactly what you just said. And I'm at the point of the season where I'm done projecting players getting better. I'm done projecting them being something they're not. So Drez and Terrence, I'm not projecting them to be key players for this team down the stretch of the tournament, down the stretch of games. Um, it's basically down to those four starters that I that we named, Reese, Javion, uh, Thomas, Zach, and then the bench. That's it. Mm-hmm. Those are those are your guys. Ruben, JJ have to be solid. Abu has to be solid. Those are the guys that are going to win you this uh, conference. And like you said, yes, Javion had 28 points tonight, but it came all at once almost. For the rest of the right. game, it was pretty disgusting to watch. Yeah, it's first like five nobody shots do, bad. No, nobody do anything. I'm not even talking about just Javion, but I'm talking about everybody right. but it runs through nothing. him but yes. it runs through him so so let's get into javion because you bring up a good point in your in your last statement in that that guy doesn't exist for this team now if we go back and think about conference really good conference teams in the past we think of john elmore's marshall teams we can think of um last year's louisiana tech's teams has daquan bracy can think of last year's North Texas team with Javion Hamlet. We can think of two years ago, Old Dominion had uh, BJ um, Stith and uh, was it Stith and uh, Cap? Oh, man, I do not remember his name. What was his name? I don't remember. Stith his and name. Caver. Stith and Caver. I think. Yep. Yeah, Mod yep. Caver. Mod Caver. That's what it was. Those two guys. You have two go-to guys there. Win the conference and win the tournament. This year in conference, while the teams are be- really good, they don't have those guys. Except UTSA, <laughs> U- yeah, UTSA has them. Yeah, and we'll get At into Western. You could argue maybe, maybe. Tavion's been so inconsistent, right? I Charles mean, is that guy, I mean, of course. Right, but, but they go, they go as 
they're inconsistent as they as, as the those yeah. two players are. But yeah. yeah. So and we'll get into conference USA in a bit, but I'm just looking at it as <clears throat> this is kind of what conference USA has been this whole season is that it's just kind of been teams having to play well, teams having to defend well, which is maybe why we've seen a spike in really good defensive teams in the conference uh, between North Texas, Louisiana Tech, Old Dominion, you go down the list, UAB. But man, if North, if if they had the Javion Hamlet of last year, I think it's just a different world you live in. If, if Louisiana Tech had Daquan Bracey of last year, it's a different world you live in. Like it's, and this isn't a slight to anybody on that Louisiana Tech team. It's not a slight to anybody on North Texas team. Um, but even Marshall, Tavian Kinsey is a good player. But you remember John Elmore? Right. You remember John Elmore. Yeah. It, it's different. It's different. And those are, again, John Elmore's team, they won the conference tournament two years ago. Or three, three years ago. Three years ago. Three years ago. Because sometimes that's just what it, what it takes to win close games. Sometimes you have to have a star play like a star and that's what north texas hasn't had and that's what lost them the utsa game that's what lost them the louisiana tech game um and that's what lost them this game even though Javion hamlet played well in the last 10 minutes of the game Javion hamlet goes crazy and that's what gives this team a chance to win is having that star power having the guy that you can just give the ball to because another thing that that does is it limits turnovers in the first half they had 12 turnovers i tweeted this they had 12 turnovers in the first half that's because they had nobody that could create single-handedly. It had to be maybe two dribbles pass, two dribbles pass, or just pass, pass, post, pass. And when you're passing that much in any possession, you're going to have turnovers. You're going to have bad passes because you're trying to force the issue since you can't do it off the dribble. Second half, they had five turnovers because Javon Hamlet just said, give me the ball, get out of the way. Or Javion Hamlet was moving off the ball and catch and shoot and hitting catch and shoot threes. Neither one of those two things he was doing at all in the past. Yeah, all year. All year. And I don't even want to say that he's back to doing that now because we've seen we saw it for one and a half out of four in this yep. series. And we've only before that we've seen it in one game. Yes. So it is my opinion that in order for this North Texas team to win the conference, whether regular season or um com- uh tournament, which tournament would be the more important accolade of the let's, two. let's instead of saying winning the conference title let's just say winning out because that okay, doesn't two guarantee games. okay yeah. yes correct in order for them to do one of those two things Javon Hamlet is going to have to put up 20 plus points I'm not going to say per game I'll say no he's gonna have to put up close to 20 plus points per game that's it that's my opinion and if efficient. they do it they do it if they do it with four five players averaging 10 plus points then I'm wrong and Javion averaging 10 or 11, 12, then I'm wrong. But I don't understand. I don't know how you can watch this team play great against Marshall that first game with Javion playing awful. And then Javion plays awful again for three, for basically three quarters of the four. And then comes alive in the fourth and they still lose. I don't know how you can watch this and say this team is able to be consistent without a star player. Like any team. You can't. Yeah, like any team. Like like you pointed out, like any team. Uh, this team feels very uh, 2018 middle where they mm-hmm. didn't. They don't have a guy to go to. Yeah, they had really good players. That's still the same team that, that were world beaters, you know, again, and they beat Michigan State. But that they, there was something off, right? They Like guys weren't hitting, you know, clutch shots at all. Um, 
And that's that's been Western's problem since then, right? Guys aren't hitting clutch shots. You have the talent, but where's the star power that's consistently there and is the rock? You had that last year with Javion, and now it's it's kind of faded away. And yeah, James Reese and Thomas Bell are you know great players, but are you going to rely on them to hit that corner three? Are you going to rely on them to hit that that wing three that we saw that we saw him miss uh, Reese specifically miss? Yeah. And I don't think you can you can do that. And Javion has to be there. And if he's not showing up, like you said, then I mean that's it's gonna it's gonna be almost like a crapshoot in who wins out of these top three teams yes. between La Tech, Western, and and North Texas because it's gonna come down to okay, which star quote unquote player is playing worse? Yeah. That uh, it it's it feels wrong to turn this into only a Javion discussion. Absolutely not. But. Absolutely not. I don't, but I don't, it's how, how can it, I don't how can think it feel it's wrong. wrong. How can it feel wrong? No, it can, it feels wrong because of the, how good the rest of this team is. The team, but that's the difference between good teams and great teams. I you could say that, this but... team's really good. You could say this team has really great defense, but are they a great team? And that's why it feels wrong because of the talent that they do have. It feels like this team is too good to be like, oh, well, if Javion doesn't play well, they're not going to win. Which, again, I've admitted they can win games. Look at the first game against Marshall. They can win games without Javion playing well. But in order to win three straight games in the conference tournament, if Javion doesn't play well in those games, you have a very significant chance of losing. Here's a question. Is this a factor of the back-to-back games, do you think? Well, well In terms yes. of role players not playing well. well. I say role players. You know, they're, they're top two, you know, one of your top three best players. But you know what I mean. Um, consistency is that well I, I do by? think I mean yes okay the back to back obviously matters in adjustments I thought Marshall adjusted better because North Texas didn't have to adjust they just kind of played their game and if they played their game then they're better but Marshall adjusted and then played better tougher more physical and that kind of threw North Texas off so it matters in that respect now, if you're asking me if the back-to-backs matter to prepare for, like, looking ahead at the conference tournament, which we'll have back-to-backs. No, you're not? No. Okay. I mean yeah, in the sense that the inconsistency we've seen from teams this year. And I don't mean losses, right? I mean, like, if you're watching the game. Seeing... I mean, Louisiana Tech just beat the crap out of Rice twice. No, they did. They did. It, it's, I, don't, I don't think there's inconsistencies here. I think... I think Marshall is just a good enough team to where they're going to beat North Texas if North Texas doesn't play well. Fair. Like I think that's the point where like I don't think they're they're a team that's not capable of beating North Texas like Rice or UTEP. They're going to be in the in the discussion. They they might even make it to the semifinals of the tournament. And so now we look at this team, North Texas team, and. Say, can Javion keep this up? Was this maybe the step for, that he needed to take? And again, we asked this after the Rice game where he dropped 30. Kind of Here's dipped off after that. Do you think this is him coming back? That Rice game, you were completely right. It was a bad team. I was obviously wrong. He didn't, you know, rattle off more 25 point games. Um, what, what are you going to say? No, I was just going to say, but then they played Louisiana Tech the next series. So that's kind of unfair. Right. Because but, I, you know, but, I said, I remember saying, I was like, yeah, well, let's see what he does against Louisiana Tech. But, but the point was getting to his spots. 
and he yes. was able to get to his spots. He's just not making shots. He he got to his spots last night against Marshall. He just had tons of nice you know layups that just decided not to go in, and that's it was it was his. It wasn't like they were unlucky. That was the um, first game. I do not think it's bad. He's back purely because the way he played tonight is not his game. He's not going to be the player that's going to hit six threes again. His game is hitting that floater at the end of the game. That is his game. His game is getting inside the paint on the you know the left side of the block and hitting that floater that he also missed. That is his game. His, his game is getting to the line. And then also, you know, step back middies. He had, like, multiple bricks this series where he just throws up some shorthanded shot. Yes, Javion can get hot, and I'm afraid that that might be what he is this season. That just might be what he is. He just gets hot. I think you just, I mean, you hit the nail on the head, basically. He's not, he has two assists to four turnovers today. Um <clears throat> All of his stuff was coming off the catch pretty much in the second half. And that's not what we've that's not what we think of when we think of Javion having a good game. It's not him hitting catch and shoot threes. I mean, before this, his career high in threes was three. And he had six. Think of this. Think of this. Twenty four so of his points. Or sorry, eighteen of his points were threes. Yeah, that's not that's not no That's not Javion. That's not Javion. And only two were free throws. Yeah. That needs to be pretty much flipped. Like that, he needs to be. He needs to be getting to the free throw line. I think I said this before. And this is all. A lot of this is, might be regurgitated, but that's what this team is. At the end of the day, it's this team is. Can Javion Hamlet? Well, I mean, can this team get to the free throw line? And a lot of that is sparked from Javion Hamlet. They had, he shot two free throws um, himself, and as a team, they only shot seven. Can Javion Hamlet have a positive assist to turnover ratio? He had two assists to four turnovers. As a team, they had 16 assists to 17 turnovers. And I, and I don't see Javion's assist-to-turnover ratio a product of, just so that everyone's clear, not of other players not making shots. At this point, it's just it's almost like he's a hub that's there to swing the ball into late shot clock situations. Yeah. And so th- that's why it's tough for me to, to sit here. And I, I, Javion is obviously an incredibly hard worker. He's hard on himself. He is a great guy. It was staggering to me that people saw my lists of whether whether it was player rankings or the all-star teams. Player rankings, I had him sixth on point guards. And then the all-star game, I had him coming off the bench, which I think was both justified. This changes nothing because in order for him to move up in my eyes in a theoretical ranking, which again, these rankings mean nothing. They're not the freaking NBA All-Star game. This, right. this is Matthew <laughs> Bruni <laughs> yes. sitting in a bedroom typing up All-Star games. It's just what I do for fun. This means nothing. But in order for it to move up in my mind and for him to solidify himself, I needed to see, I would have rather seen four halves of good basketball than one half of great basketball. And instead, or even three three halves of good basketball. Instead, we got three halves of bad basketball and one half of great basketball. And that's just not going to win this team championships. This team needs three quarters of good basketball, Javion. Four quarters of good basketball, Javion. Positive assist turnovers. Get into the free throw line. That's the main thing for him is get into the freaking free throw line. If he gets to the free throw line, so many problems are solved. So many problems are solved. You can find your jumper. 
You can uh, get guys to collapse and kick. You can set up your offense off of that. That's just what it is for me is getting to the free throw line. If he can do that, that just solves a lot of his problems. So, um, like you said, I agree with everything that you basically said in your evaluation. I think that's what he is at this point. It's He kind of just is there for a bit, and then he can get hot. He can do this. He can do that. That's kind of what he is. And the reason why they still might win the conference championship or conference tournament is because the rest of this team is so damn good. Not stars. They don't have five stars on this team. They don't have a bunch of guys that are great. But they have a lot of very good players. And James Reese, Thomas Bell, Zach Simmons, uh, J.J. Murray, Ruben Jones, Abu, and then you throw in Drez and um, Terrence. That team is good enough to win a conference tournament with or without Javion. It would just make it a hell of a lot easier if Javion showed up. Yep. So. Yep. All right. That is a lot on Javion. Um, let's see. Split Marshalls. Um, I think we should. Sorry. I think we Go should ahead. also. Uh, we just kind of, you know, uh, I can't even think of the word. Um, Bypassed, rained went, on everyone's parade in terms of expect, but but you have to realize these are expectations for a team that wants to win a championship. However, yes. you did say also that you feel a little bit better, so I think we should. Yeah, also, I opened the should, podcast we, saying better, right? But we should. We didn't go into it, so so we need to. I feel like we need to expand on on why you think they can win a championship as opposed well, to I saying think, why they can't. No, I think I, I think I touched on it initially, and so you can bounce <clears> off of me here. Um, when I started this, I said that I didn't know how to feel about this team. Right. The but if this team can put up the way that play the way they played that first game consistently, which I think they can. I don't think that was an aberration. I think that was a very consistent thing they can do with defense, getting dunks, getting to the rim. They only shot 12 threes, for God's sakes. So if they can do that on a consistent basis, I think that they are – a top three team in Conference USA at the very least. Like Western, Louisiana Tech, and North Texas are the best three teams in Conference USA. Like you said before, it's probably a crapshoot, which is what conference tournaments usually are, right? That's right. what that's what March Madness is. It's that's why Western Kentucky went to play Houston. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. So are you gonna be able to make those plays down the stretch and win win close games? We'll see. Um, but I do think North Texas has established themselves as a team that has an upside that I didn't know if that was there. Right. That's there's a high, there's a this team obviously is a really high floor. Yes. It's yes. where where can they be taken to? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that was my concern coming in is like can they keep up with Marshall? Can they slow them down? Uh how are they going to play it? And they just did a tremendous job slowing them down in both games containing Tavion Kinsey. The wing def- defense on this team is absurd. Um and as much as we talk about Javion Hamlet, his defense is pretty freaking good too. Uh, you right. Zach That's Simmons. why he still can play. Exactly. exactly. Like he's not going to be on the court if he's not playing defense. Exactly. So, um, I, I think that this series did more to comfort my concerns about their ceiling than anything. Their ceiling is still high enough to beat Western Kentucky, Louisiana Tech, and coming into this series, I didn't know if that was the case. Agreed. I don't need to say anything else on that. You did. All right. You're good. All right. Um, do you want to go into Conference USA? Sure. I, I don't I don't have too much more on on this. Can you check the UAB UTSA score real quick? Absolutely. I'll take a sip of this water. Well, okay. UTSA scored fifty four points in the second half. 
Holy crap. 96-79 on what was great once what was once a great defense, huh guys? 96 to 79? Yep. Javon Jackson, 32 points. Oh man. Wow. How much did Keaton have? Keaton had 22. 22-7-7 for Keaton Wallace, 32-5-3 uh, for Javon Jackson. In case you're wondering about UAB's leading scorer, Benjamin with 21 points. Then it went down to 13. Then, you know, everyone else is kind of kind of there. Wow. Wow. I'm telling you, UAB is going to beat somebody. You mean UTSA? I'm sorry, yes. UTSA is going to beat somebody. And I think UTSA and Marshall both have the possibility of being somebody because of the shots they can hit. That's what That can win you something. It won't win you the whole damn thing, but it'll 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 get you a good story. So let's talk let's talk UAB first, because UAB next week, and then we'll talk conference tournament theory theoreticals, I guess. Um, I'm assuming you're picking North Texas to sweep. Absolutely, and if they don't sweep, then we're going to the tournament very, very, very hesitant. Very hesitant. Yep. Um, because that would just be less than ideal. <laughs> For those wondering, uh, North Texas is now second in the West behind Louisiana Tech, who's twelve and four. Well, they both have the same winning percentage. Right, but Louisiana Tech holds the tiebreaker. Has won more games. Yes. The tiebreaker also being that What's they the beat them at home. But they split that series. Yeah, but they still beat them at home. Is that I don't know? Is that the tiebreaker? Pretty sure I, I that was a tiebreaker before, like okay. like two years ago. Regardless, okay. they're ahead. It doesn't matter. Okay, yes, I would. Yes, they're ahead all because they played more games and they beat North Texas at home. Sure. Uh, and then Western is above Old Dominion. Who's uh, Western is eight and two. Who's above Old Dominion? Who's nine and four? Old Dominion is nine and four. Although their record says they're nine and four, then they're not. They're not that good. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're not bad, but you know what I mean. Like they're not. <laughs> they're not on the tier that we're talking about here. Um, Western plays uh, FIU on Sunday and Monday. Yep, and then they finish with Old Dominion, correct? Yes. Then they have the two games against Old Dominion uh, in the on the weekend. Yep. So best case scenario for North Texas, eleven and three. You sweep UAB, and Western drops a game against yeah. Old Dominion, and you tie, tie, and, you tie and you they Coach figure champs. out they figure out the tiebreaker. No, it's just gonna be. I bet it's just co champs. Man, wouldn't that be awful for Western? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So this is what I've been saying. The regular season title means nothing. No, it absolutely doesn't this mean, and especially at this point. Like, like I understand that prior to the, all these cancellations last week, it still meant something in my head. Yeah. But after all these cancellations, who? What are you proving into who? It's like, like, like okay, you didn't North beat Texas, the best. You, like Western didn't beat the best team in their schedule. They, they didn't play the game. North Texas didn't either. Yeah, North Texas. That's what I'm saying. So, like, yeah. what are you? You're you're basing off of how many games you were able to play. And yeah. how many bad teams you were able to beat? Oh, I completely agree. I, so, I completely agree. so yeah, it's a it's a nice little you know yeah we won the conference championship, but at the end of the day now I think it's just do your business, beat the games or win the games you're supposed to win, and then look for the conference tournament because that's I mean, all this it, is now. Yeah, if it was up to me, there wouldn't even be a regular season champion crowned. In the moment, in the moment, I would say if I'm the commissioner or whatever. I would just say again, the conference tournament's all that matters. Well, we're trying to get the conference tournament, and if we can do that, then the winner of that will go to the tournament as a 
automatic bid and then maybe you know in theory western someone could get an at-large bid you know well, here, here and also here's the thought too i mean that completely plays in the, the fact that they're playing every team in the conference tournament goes to your point that this regular season doesn't matter at this point yeah because if it did then they wouldn't be like oh hey sorry bottom teams you need to play or uh so you have, you're gonna play in this tournament because we don't know if it's fair that you don't yeah. get to play in it so here's the thing though the only reason the regular season matters, and I think we've talked about this before off air, is in case the tournament doesn't finish. Right. It's going to finish this year. We hope. We hope. Even if it's a 90% chance that it does finish, you have to have a backup plan. Yeah. If that's Western and North Texas meeting for one game Wouldn't and the winner goes to the tournament or something. Wouldn't that be crazy? Or whoever, or Louisiana Tech and Western meeting for I don't give a damn. You have to have a backup plan in case the tournament doesn't finish. So for that reason, if Western Kentucky goes 12-2 and two and wins those last four games, I have no problem with saying that they're the regular season champion. Oh, does no, for anything? sure. Does it mean anything to me? No. Does it mean anything to anyone in the conference? Because no, because Western Kentucky is not getting to the NCAA tournament only based off a regular season title. Right. They have to win the tournament. Right. So we don't give a damn because you, you've play, only played 14 games North Texas played 14 games. Louisiana Tech played 16 games. UAB will play 16 games. You have all these teams playing very different amount of games. Florida Atlantic, FAU, who's fourth in the East, has played nine games. Yeah. Is that true? They're Wait, four who? and five right now. FAU. Oh, crap. Yeah, I was looking at FIU. Yeah, FIU will play, or FAU will play like 12 games. So, I don't know if a banner will be hung. I wouldn't hate. I wouldn't mind it if I'm not one of those guys who gets upset over material things, um, personally. But it doesn't mean anything. So, however, I do understand the need to crown somebody. Right. That's all I'm saying. Right. Now, with the news of Conference USA adding the extra day and playing the bottom teams in that in that first day, what do you think? As someone who will be employed, as one, and have as to one work. of like the only two people on the court, yeah, as someone <laughs> who will have to work an extra day. How are you feeling? What do you? Oh, think I, I mean, this? work is work. I, I like money, so mm. that's what we're that's what we're that's what we're about. Uh, it's kind of funny to see that they're giving it's like bye to quarterfinals <laughs> instead of first, <coughs> sorry <laughs> instead of first round bye. I gotta drink some yeah. water. Well, the thing is, okay, so they're they're naming it. I took a picture of it because Stadium has it had it. Yeah. Uh, the preliminary round. Yeah, I it's love like that. it's like it's like a play-in. It's like it's like a playing game. That's what they should have called the, it. The play-in round, preliminary round. Then you have the first round. Then you have road. Then you have the quarterfinals. Yeah, and then you go from there, pretty much. Um. A lot of people were. I mean, people were obviously upset about it. Um, Why? So, a few reasons. Here's the thing for me. I understand. Well, the first thing is the obvious is just bringing more people to one central location. To okay, try but to that's not one. Tournament. That's definitely not one of the reasons that people aren't liking it. Okay, okay, okay. But let me let me talk. Let me say my reasons. But bringing yeah, but more your people to one centralized location during a pandemic still doesn't seem like a good idea at this moment. If this was in three months from now, maybe it's a good idea. But at this moment, it doesn't seem like a good idea. All right. Let's just say a. Again, I'm, let me just throw. I'm not going to say a random team. Let's just say one of the other teams brings in a, a brother that has that gives it to the player, or something like that. I we will say, 
then all hell breaks. I will say, based on what I have to do to get to be able to take pictures, is very, very, very strict. Okay, I have to take it. So they're paying for. Okay, so they're so they're paying for this. Then they're paying. I'm assuming that I will. I will just say what I've had to do because I'm assuming that they'll do it for them. I had to take a test last Wednesday or this last Monday. And then I have to test negative. Then I take a test this coming Wednesday. I have to test negative. And then I have to take an antibody test every single day that I'm there. Okay. So Conference USA isn't cheapening out. Right. They're, they are being, they are making sure. Yes. For sure that, yes. that nothing's happening. Yes. Now, some people, now this is not my belief. Some people are saying that, oh, you know, with all it's, you know, anything can happen. So you're going to get rice or southern miss playing in the semifinals now or winning the whole damn thing now and you're going to screw over the top seeds i don't believe that especially with the way that they formatted it um i i would have been kind of frustrated if they would have had if they would have taken away the buys you know to accommodate the other, the new teams but instead they're just adding an extra day i don't care let them play that's fine that's First cool of all, if any of the quote-unquote top seeds lose to a southern miss like they don't deserve to be there anyways so chill out <laughs> okay yes <laughs> So I, I don't subscribe to that, but okay, that's something. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Because you said you said something that the conference you say is clearly thinking. The conference is clearly thinking is that the regular season has been so screwed up. It's been so oddly twisted and turned with all these different games, postponements, all that stuff, is we have to give these guys, Middle Tennessee, FIU, um, Southern Miss a chance because we they did not get a, a fair shake basically that's yeah. what you're saying and I can understand that but I don't agree with it what I would have done is I would have looked at this practically I would have looked at as it as you do of course as I always do <laughs> I would have done this I would have said if you look at both conferences right now, you look at the top three from both conferences, Western Kentucky, Old Dominion, Marshall, are all above 500. Everybody else in the East is below 500. You look at the <laughs> West, Louisiana Tech, North Texas, UAB, are all above 700, or all above, or let's say, are all above um, 66% or so. Let's okay. Say. Then UTSA and below is kind of a drop-off. Or you can even throw UTSA in there, and then UTEP, Rice, Southern Miss is a drop-off. If I'm Conference USA, I want as little risk as possible for a top seed to be upset this year. Okay? I want to make sure that my teams are represented in the tournament and in, I don't even know if an NIT or whatever is happening, but I want to make sure that they have chances to get into the big dance and to have a good chance. a good seed in there because this is a year where you have really good teams. So what I would have done is I would have taken the top three from the East, assuming that these standings stay the same, which I think they will. And I would have taken the top three or four from the West. And I would have gone from there. A let's go back to my first point is that you mitigate how many people are in one vicinity. Right. And B, I think you maximize the chance that the best team wins, or at least one of one of the best teams win. I instead of going for more, I would have gone less. I'm I think sorry, more is fine because guys aren't gonna the good teams aren't gonna play those guys anyways. That's the difference. We don't know that. Like you have the preliminary round, and then 
They play you, the good teams are still on a bye the next round. Think of their two round bye, and then you just have the same type of teams that would have played them anyways. I, I heard someone once say, <laughs> "Here we go." <laughs> Here we go. It is incredible. We watch teams the entire season. We know who the best teams are. And we still have to have a tournament to, quote-unquote, decide who the best teams are. Oh, I think the tournaments are stupid. I mean... Like, this is what this is what we're doing here. Yeah. No, I think is, the tournaments are stupid because it's... Is, if there is that if upset... Marshall beats North Texas or, or, or Marshall beats Western Kentucky after getting swept by them in the, conf, in the regular season. Oh, well, then, you know, then they deserve it. Then they deserve to... Instead of marginalizing the regular season, this year, let's just make sure that the Western Louisiana Tech and North Texas get into the tournament and get a 11 seed or a 10 seed. Because you know what does more than having... You know, what does more, Con? Having FAU go to the final or Old Dominion winning the tournament or having Louisiana Tech, what North Texas or Western Kentucky make the Sweet 16? No, I mean, I, I completely agree with you. I think so conference this, tournaments are stupid. Well, I know. Of, I'm just asking you from a like a perspective of just... I mean, my perspective is, I mean, obviously that the having the best team to represent your conference matters more. Not only because... But I think it matters more this year than anything. I think it matters every year. It does, but you kind of have like a standard every year. You don't really have a choice every, every year. This year, you have a choice. Do you? Yes. Why? But what do you mean? They just added a preliminary round in the conference tournament right but why 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 would you want to take away if you're the conference you can't take away the tournament and no lose no you money. have an easy back for you have an easy backdrop you just say look lose that on money no 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 first of all middle tennessee <laughs> fiu are bringing in money i mean the tv deals are signed man oh oh no no they they added a prelim, preliminary round colin yeah that doesn't cost them anything it does housing tests. I mean, okay, look, sure. Look, but I'm saying, I'm saying, if we're going from canceling the tournament, and all doing what this you were saying stuff to... has been, the whole season has been changed with TV deals and stuff sure. being lost. I'm not the reason that they're doing that. They add a preliminary round is not for money, and the reason that they're playing a full tournament, is, I don't think, is for money. I think it's just because that's the way it's always been. And in this season where we are doing things differently in every way, shape, form possible, this is the year where I make sure one of my top teams gets in. Okay, regardless. Yes, I agree with you that you obviously want your top team to get in, especially if your team bidding bidding for a two-bid league. Yes, which um, they are. And that doesn't happen, like you said, if a Marshall wins a tournament or if an ODU wins a tournament because then you're just looked at as, oh, it's Conference USA. Um. So yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with you there, and like I said, I think conference or I think conference turns were stupid because, like you said earlier, it's March Madness; anything can happen. Teams can drop one game when they play, you yeah. know, three days in a row. Um, but I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Okay. What else? Do we, do have we have questions. Uh, the only question I think we got was, "Will North Texas sweep UAB?" <clears throat> okay. Yes. But okay. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna say yes. I don't I know. I think it's gonna be ugly though. 
Absolutely if, not. And UAB if it's is ugly, a, UAB is broken. UAB, UAB is broken. Broken is such a strong word. It is such not a strong, strong word. You just gave up 96 to UTSA. They did. 96. After 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 people were calling telling saying that they were gonna get ranked, and here they go, <laughs> here they go dropping what was it four of the last six, three of the I, last I six. I believe so. I believe it's four of the last six. Yeah, come on, get out of here. They're broken. They can't do anything. Okay. All right, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. All right. Um, one more thing is, uh, spring football starts on Monday. Uh, I don't know when we're having the press conference with Latrell and the boys or whoever. But um, keep an eye out for that on our site. What else? I think that's all I, I, think that's all I have to talk about. Uh, check out my recap on the site as well. Um, subscribe to MingerIn247.com. I believe we're still running our 50% off deal, so check that out. Uh, subscribe to us on Apple and SoundCloud. Leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple as well. If you just scroll down there, press the little stars. I know we haven't uploaded podcasts in a couple weeks, but you know who we are. You know what we do. Um... Yeah, what am I forgetting? Oh, Twitter. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Matthew Bruni underscore. Follow Colin on Twitter at CJH Mitchell underscore. Or, right? That's what it is. And then uh, Mean Green 24-7 at Mean Green 24-7. Colin, we are currently at 47 ratings. How do you feel? Round of applause. Round of applause. I feel like we've been gunning for those two ratings all season, though. So, Well, we, we jumped from 44 to 47 somehow. So shout out to the small family in Denton. That decided to rate us. <laughs> the small family. <laughs> or the small friend group that listens yeah. to us. The two moms and, and, the, uh, and the baby. Yes. Or the two two parents and the baby. Yes, exactly. Thank you to y'all. Um, but yeah, in summary, North Texas uh, will be okay. Are okay. Are okay. North what? Texas is Present okay. Present is tense. okay. Is Present okay. Is okay. And yeah, we, we'll talk to y'all later. Uh, y'all stay safe. And we'll see y'all in Denton for UAB.